0: Ahoy! You are live, listening to Tony Malazzo, live and on board, and my guest today in Marina Del Rey Harbor is comedian, author, actress, and much more, Vicki Wagner.
1: What's up, Tony? Happy to be here.
0: Uh, I'm glad you are here. How do you feel about coming out here to the water today?
1: Loved it. Anytime I can get out of West Hollywood and come down towards the ocean and see all these beautiful boats, it's a good day for me. Good,
0: good. I'm glad to have you. Yeah. Um Vicky pulled up on her motorcycle today.
1: I sure did. It was a nice ride over here. Nice sunny day. Wind in my face. Yeah, cool. I'm cool. riding a Suzuki Intruder 800.
0: Mm, nice. It's like
1: kind of like it looks people think it's a Harley, but it's not. It's got about a $20,000 less price tag. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Nice bike though. It's red. Yep, yeah, it was red. Red, red bike. And uh, you looked like a natural pulling up on it.
1: Yeah, I've been riding since 1994.
0: Oh, great, great. That's years. Long history. Save a lot on gas, too. Get every place quicker?
1: Yeah, you know, I save a lot on gas, but I also can get places faster. Mm -hmm. And this summer, I've been riding my bike so much. And when I'm in a car, I'm, like, getting impatient because, you know, you can't cut through the cars or you have to wait. You know, you have to wait for everybody to go. And since I've been on my bike so much, I'm used to just "Eh," going around the side, Uh you know. And just go, and I can Down ride a in the I can also ride in the carpool lane by myself on oh, a motorcycle. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, motorcycles are allowed in the HOV lane. so. Oh, good for you! Yeah,
0: you don't have to wait for everybody. No, I do not. <laughs> in this crazy LA traffic, so you can get gig to gig pretty quick. Huh? I just go around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you're always gigging everywhere. Yeah, I try
1: to. I mean, I tried to. I just was at the Comedy Store this past Friday night in the main room. Oh, great. And actually tomorrow, or, you know, I'll be this week, I will be at Michael's Barn Grill in Burbank and okay. a couple other places. Yeah, you
0: get around. Uh, I did a show with you at Shore Bar last week. I know. And that was fun. That
1: was fun, right on the water right there.
0: Yeah.
1: It was nice, and we went, before the show, we went to this super cool place right next door called Patrick's Roadhouse. Have you been there? Oh,
0: yes, that is a cool place. I
1: saw a ghost.
0: Did you? Know I that?
1: did. In my picture. I didn't see it in my eyeballs. But when I took a the. Photo, right? Yes. When I took the picture. Because I was just like, look at this place. It's so kitschy. You know what I mean? Ooh. And I, t- I took the picture. And in the picture, the ghost showed up. It's like. And the guy told me that the lo- the bar area was a 121-year-old train station lobby. Wow. Yeah. So. Was I pretty- bet you
0: a lot happened there. I bet a uh, lot did. Uh-huh.
1: It's right next door. It's on the next street. So for oh. your listeners that uh, know where the Shore Bar is in Santa Monica.
0: And you would say ghost pictures.
1: Yeah. That's right. You
0: just go over there. That's right. I'm going to take you, we're going to have to do a show either uh, on the old Queen Mary or somewhere on a ghost ship and take you with us with your camera and your ghost hunting skills.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. I just was on a show that had a psychic on it, a lady who was a medium. Uh And I've been told this by every psychic medium. They said spirits congregate around me. Mm. So when I go someplace, there's always spirits with me. Oh, okay. Which is good luck, bad luck, who knows, you yeah, know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe and- you got somebody watching out for you. Right. Who knows? Right. Okay. Huh. Uh, I have not seen or experienced ghosts, uh, but once in a while I feel certain things like a chilly spot in a room or where, where, and nobody else feels it and stuff like that.
1: But- well, I grew up in a haunted house. I mean, a severely haunted house. Oh, did you? Severe, yes, for 14 years. As a matter of fact, the people who lived there before me, before not me, but my parents bought it. I was yeah. seven. Yeah. They actually sold the house for $150,000 less than what it was worth just to get out. The guy had three heart attacks, open heart surgery. The oh whole my God. The whole area was haunted. The, the people next door, the guy died of a heart attack. The other guy next door shot himself in the head.
0: Did you get blamed for any of the th- weird things that happened in the house when you were a kid or anything like that?
1: I don't recall, but, I mean, it was so haunted that I don't think that they would have thought, you know, I mean, stuff used to happen, like plates would fly out of the cabinets, and, right. you know, like, rocking horse would just start off by itself, and, of course, electricity would go on and off, and wow. we had our house for sale, like, the whole time we lived there, and nobody ever, every time somebody come to look at it, the house would do something and scare them away. Wow. So Vic- we finally just moved out.
0: <laughs> Vicky Wagner, the ghost whisperer. That's right, that's
1: right, I wish I could whisper, and <laughs> you know, get out.
0: So besides your <laughs> comedy, I know I know that you wrote a book. Does the book anything with ghosts? What are you doing? No, no,
1: no, no, no. Actually, I thought about it. my mom's the one that should write the book about the ghost because you know I was younger, you know, when we first moved in there, and she really experienced most of it. But she said she won't do it. But I'm like, okay, because it was like the real life no. poltergeist, honestly. But my book is actually it's called Get a Date Today: How to Market Yourself for Love, and it's Ooh. basically people get on the internet trying to find love. They mm-hmm. have no idea how to market themselves, and then they wonder why they can't get a date. They're like, well, I'm on the internet, but these other 45 million people in the United States online, and they can't get a date because their marketing skills are lacking. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it teaches you from start to finish exactly what you need to do to get hooked up to to find the one for you, not just to get a date. I mean, you could get a ton of dates. Oh yeah, especially in L.A. Yeah, you could get a ton of dates, but I mean, how to find someone who's one? That's right, the one that's Right. right for you. Yeah, by writing in a certain manner.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So most people don't know that. I
0: need to read this book. Yeah.
1: Most people don't don't end up with the right person cuz they themselves don't right. know what they want. Hmm. Seriously, they don't. They have no clue what they really want and they don't know why, you know, some people will be like, "Well, I don't want I don't want a guy who smokes or I don't want, you know, this or that." i like, so you okay. have
0: to be detailed. You, you really have detailed. to hone in nope. on what it is that you want." That's probably it because people like the idea of having somebody or a boyfriend or right. a girlfriend or, or a relationship, but it's just an idea it's not you know they didn't sit down and think it out
1: no they didn't you're right exactly what you just said people are in love with the idea of being in love Mm -hmm. and so they'll just take the first thing that walks through the door and be like oh do you love me okay yay let's get together and then three weeks later they hate each other yeah yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, let's face it, the, the, the way we normally meet people that we like, we walk up to somebody, we see them, we're either attracted to them or, or not. Sometimes you go home with them or not, you right, know, right. and then it starts off as you know, you could even have a physical attraction for somebody and you could even have great sex with them, but they're completely wrong for you. That's the blizzard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? They
0: say sex is the blizzard.
1: It's. They said it's the hardest you bond to break.
0: Can't see through any of it. No, uh, you cannot. <laughs> it could be the only thing you have in common, even right. It's pr- most likely yeah, is yeah.
1: the only thing you have in common. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, it, I think about
0: it, um, for me, I'm a sailor, right? Yeah. I love to sail. I'm bi-coastal. I move around a lot. I do comedy. Uh, would have to be somebody okay with Flexible. travel. Flexible. Uh, sailing's a big one. They got to be physical. Right. Right? Yeah. So when you start to think about it, you really narrow it down. You're Is right. Is it too narrow, though? No, it's not too would, narrow. No, that's it's that's what not. I thought about nope. when I internet nope. dated. It, am I narrowing it too much? Like, they have to be physical. They have to be able to sail. they got to be the, between this and this height. they got to be between this. The height, you
1: shouldn't, you should let go of the height. Yeah, the height you gotta look go up. Height, like, oh, hair I, color.
0: I was always with tall girls though. I'm short, <sighs> so I was always with big tall girls. Because in New York, all the tall girls like short guys, and the short girls like tall they? guys. Yeah, I didn't so know until that. I got here, I never dated any girl that was under five ten or six foot. Really? To LA, You're kidding me. And dated short girls, and I was like, wow, this is different. The short girls like me out here. This is.
1: You would think, because they don't want different. to be look, looking too obvious that they're that much taller than you, you know.
0: I don't know. I enjoy the climb, though. I don't mind them being
1: <laughs> I, bet. I mean, i like, where would you end up on it? Right, right at boob height, right? <laughs>
0: it depends where I'm climbing to.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I got a short girlfriend, actually. She's five feet, and I'm 5'8". Mm. But you know what happens to me? I get a, a neck ache looking down all the time. I'm not kidding, either, It's the truth. I'm like, oh, you need to look up a little bit more. Yeah. So, so she,
0: she likes that you're tall, though, probably. Yeah,
1: most of her girlfriends... I mean, when you're five feet, almost everybody's taller than you. Right. You know? Yeah. So I, I've never actually been with somebody that... That short but we've been together five years so great it great. works I usually will sit down when we're talking and have her stand yeah. <laughs> so that I'm kind of at eye level. <laughs> you know, because it does. I'm not kidding. I have a small dog, too, so I feel like I'm looking down all day. Did you meet her on the Internet? I sure did. There you go. You want to so, know what? Okay, it,
0: testimonial right there. Well, a,
1: a funny thing that happened was I, I'm the kind of person I believe in the fastest way to get over somebody is to sleep with somebody else. Uh, but
0: transfer. I transfer.
1: I know. I needed uh, a transfer. I need a transfer. But
0: Men don't do that.
1: Yes, they do. Come on, come on, come on. Men don't do that. It's just like the old saying and women are like buses, there's always another one around the corner sooner or later. Oh. Right? No. What happened was I had had this girlfriend and I... Decided to write this book, you know, was just. I went to a class that, you know, I wanted to be a motivational speaker, and they say you have to be an author about something. And what well, can you teach people? I'm like, I could teach people how to get a date. I could get anybody, I could teach anyone how to market themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, that's what's in demand. People want to know how to find love, they want to know how to get laid, whatever. And so I'm like, okay, it started off as a joke, Tony. It did not even start off, I was going to write this book. I wrote the book, it's 285 pages. So anyway, I had this other girlfriend that I've been dating. Mm-hmm. We broke up. I met some girl at a party. Did you know? Did my transfer with her. Right. But then I started online. And I started writing a section in my book of exactly how you should write your profile. And I thought, well, I better make sure this works before I say it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. I so I joined up on a dating site, put the ad out there. That night I got like sixty responses from that paragraph. But my current Whoa. girlfriend now is the first person to write back, and I wasn't interested in her because she lived too far away. I'm like, I'm not going to date you. I've got, like, a 20-mile radius. I mean, we live in L.A. If we go 21 miles, that's too far. You know, I'm not spending an hour to go get a date, you know. All right. And so she lived too far from me, and uh, but she kept pursuing me, and I would just write her one-liners back, and that went on for, like, two months, and then finally there was an opportunity for us to meet. And we met, and we have been together ever since. And it's, like, the first time that's ever happened. I'm not – I hadn't lived with anybody in 14 years. Right. I'm a very independent person, and – But it works out for us because she she travels a lot. She's in Sacramento right now.
0: Oh, great. so perfect.
1: So we're gone for two weeks. (laughs) What are you doing later? (laughs) (laughs) I heard what they said. Short man, tall man. That's right. That's right. Okay,
0: we're going to have to go for a sail, maybe. I said we weren't going sail, and now we're going sail. I know, and there's plenty
1: of booze on this ship right here. Oh, you see that, huh?
0: I put all the bottles next to the guests, just in case. Vodka,
1: that's what I drink right there. there I see I this go. huge bottle. I got, we got oh, like, okay. four bottles of vodka. We're good.
0: We're, yeah, we're, we're going to have to get you a shot going here. Yeah, we're going to have to do
1: a, a toast. All
0: right, sounds good. So what, you, what's
1: the name of the sailboat? Bellinote. Bellinote? Okay, night. we're going to do night. a toast on board the Bellinote. That's
0: right. So so you'd be Want to come back and uh, do a little cruise, and we oh, record yeah. the next show out at sea uh, during sailing.
1: Here, there you go. We can do that, or we can just have a fun day. Oh, there you go. And let's have a play day. There
0: you go. So now, this book. Before we get off the subject of the book, where can they find it? Where you can, can find, you find the
1: book it? online. There's actually two versions of book. I, I wrote two uh-huh. versions, one for straight people and one for gay people. They're about Ooh. ninety per eighty five percent the same, but at the end of the day. Gay people and straight people, you know, they, they're mainly looking for the same thing, but at the end of the day, they're about 15% different in, you know, what they're okay. looking for. All the, the all the basics are the same. But, but that's
0: neat that you have two yeah. versions
1: of the book. I wrote two bu- versions, and they can go to the get... virgins, versions. Yeah, virgins. If you're a virgin, you might have more luck. <laughs> you put that in your profile. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And uh, But you can find them. It's exactly the way it's spelled. Getadatetoday.com uh-huh. or getagaydate.com. All right. right and they can download the book it's a downloadable ebook
0: and they could probably just Google you and find all kinds you of
1: can stuff google it books, that's right, right? Yep. okay so that's yes really you can bad. Vicky okay. Wagner get a or author comedian all my stuff will come up.
0: Good good so and we touched a little bit on you in your younger days we, we were talking about uh, the ghosts oh, and, yeah uh, growing up with ghosts besides ghosts who else did you grow up with and how was that?
1: Well, you know, I ride a motorcycle because, you know, my dad, you know, he was in a motorcycle club. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. They. I grew up around Harleys, and I grew up around guys with long beards and tattoos, like, before tattoos were in vogue, right. you know What's what I mean? What's he
0: about you riding a Suzuki, though?
1: <laughs> you know, I don't, I mean, he he saw it, he likes it, but, you know, I mean, he's always had Harleys, but, you know, when I first got my bike. Does it call your name, Rice Rocket? Genie no, 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 like no, that? no, no, he's cool about it, he's cool <laughs> about it. And uh, but so I, gr- I grew up around motorcycle guys my whole entire life. I've been around motorcycles my entire life. Yeah. I've seen my dad and his friends work on them. They call them grease monkeys, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in the day, if you were in a motorcycle club, you're a blue-collar person. And, you know, right. it wasn't like today, like where every CEO wants to be riding on his Harley once a year, you know,
0: Yeah. for show. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, these guys really, they were the real deal. Are you
0: mechanically inclined? Can you... Take your bike apart if fix I
1: your bike or? don't. I mean, but yeah. I mean I what I can remember my first card was my first vehicle was a nineteen seventy-seven Ford. Ltd. do you know what that looks like oh, it's yeah, a yeah, big yeah. car big, big. big it was like 500 bucks right well it had the old days you could open up the car and remember the carburetor used to be on top in a circle oh, yeah. Everything well there was, was right like there. a flywheel on it and my dad taught me because it would stall all the time take that off turn this knob blah 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 Yeah. you stick a screwdriver in there whatever and he taught me how to fix my car all the time oh, and back then you could work on engines nowadays it's all you cannot You cannot get into a car engines without, you know, being computerized or whatever. So I've never worked on my own motorcycle personally, no.
0: So you have a little bit of an accent, I feel. Yeah. Where are you from?
1: I'm from Chicago. Oh, all
0: right. I'm I'm from Chicago. Chicago.
1: I've been out here for, you know, I've been out here for 15 years, and people say I still have it. I don't hear it, but... I
0: could hear it a little bit. Can
1: you? Well, I hear your accent. I don't
0: have one.
1: You got You know what? You sound more (laughs) to me like me than some other people, because some people sound, and they... I don't know about you, but out here they say apricot. It makes me crazy. Yeah. It's apricot. I'm yeah, like, look apricot. how it's spelled. It's apricot. They're like, it's apricot. I'm like, yeah. it's not apricot. It's apricot.
0: Yeah, when I start the show off and say Marina Del Rey harba, it yeah. it's a tough one. I'm going to have to drop uh, the Harbor. It's the Jed giveaway. Dead As a matter of fact, the
1: other day at the show you were at, I told the joke that I usually tell, but because it was loud in the bar, my girlfriend Kimberly said, your joke got lost because I say ma. Cause I say I say you know uh, when you're gay, people always ask you. So what do you two really do to, when you're alone together? And I said, Ma, that's kind of personal. And then she said they didn't get the joke because people are used to Mom. That's kind of personal. They want me to say Mom because yeah. they don't know what Ma is. She goes, We don't say Ma out here.
0: Yeah, could have been a thrown away. I know
1: that's what she said. Huh, she says you got to say Mom. I said, All right, I'll, I'll emphasize Mom, even though I call my mother Ma. I mean, that's Midwest, I guess. Yeah. You know.
0: Okay, so writing, uh, you you wrote the book. You also do a lot of script writing or any any sketches or
1: anything I actually, years ago, I took a couple sketch comedy classes and joined a couple groups and, you know, did the whole, you know, improv, sketch comedy. I went that whole entire route. And I actually wrote a, almost wrote a screenplay, but I've taken a couple of screenplay classes and just, you know, I've joined a few writers groups and everything like that, but I've never produced any movie or anything like that. I used to, you know, my background. I don't know if you know this, but my background is actually in television. Mm, That's how I got to California. I used to, I went to the Academy of Television and Radio Broadcasting in Phoenix. Oh, okay. It's where Casey Kasem sent his son. Oh, right. Well and, Casey Kasem. Yeah, and so I went there, and I got a job right away at UPN, the United Paramount Network. Ooh. I think it's called the CW now. Right. And, uh, but UPN used to be, you know, the, it was the Big Five. They call it the Big Five. There was only five big networks, and I worked at UPN right out of school, and then I moved here, and I got a job working for the news, and I worked for the Orange County News mm. Channel, I got a job offer from Fox in San Diego, but they were paying $4 less than the news channel was, so I'm like, I'm going for the money.
0: (laughs) Nice. So that's how
1: I end up here in California.
0: That was one of my first jobs was news. Yeah. Yeah, news radio.
1: You kind of want to kill yourself after a while. Everything's so depressing, Tony. Oh, yeah, just... Oh, the news, news is interviews. bad news. Oh, yeah. There's no good
0: news. Then it's all bad news. Then they gave me politicians to interview. You know how that can go after two or three years of just interviewing politicians? Yeah, it's all a bunch of
1: bullshit, oh, right? Liars and telling you whatever. Telling you what you yeah. they think their constituents want to hear.
0: Yeah. One of them told me I was really drunk. Calls me up. I was really drunk last night when we recorded that, that piece. Can we redo that today?
1: You're like uh, I said
0: some things I shouldn't have said.
1: You're like sucks to be you. Hey, did, there's a new. It's funny because there's that, that uh Did you uh, see that new show on Netflix with um, Kevin Spacey? It's no. The political show. No. It's Jack of Cards or something like that. What's it called? House of Cards. I haven't seen it. Oh, my God, they're so vindictive. you got to see it. If you used to interview politicians, oh. they did stuff like that. They would set people up just to go get drunk and do an interview to ruin their careers. and. Oh, wow. House yeah. of Cards yeah. falling down. Yeah, oh, it's I a nasty that. show. It's a nasty show. I'm going to have to check if that out. If you watch it, you cannot like, oh, my God, you can't believe it. They're so vindictive. They're yeah. just so nasty that's yeah. all I can
0: say All this reality shows too I, I really had enough of all the reality and the nasty shows nah, well they're not that
1: nasty I mean they're nasty as uh, in they are mean yeah. mother effers you uh, know what I mean like they yeah. will do whatever to stab you in the back to get their way yeah. and it's supposed to be based on how politics really is you know and but no I'm not into reality shows I'm not a reality show watcher I've I think I saw Honey Boo Boo for like ten minutes and said, "Can you? I can't believe people are actually wasting thirty minutes of their life watching this."
0: What kind of stuff do you watch? What do you like to? Uh...
1: I like I like uh, stuff like that. I mean, I, I love Dexter. I was watching Dexter. You know, I love Dexter. That's on Showtime. I love House of Cards. That's on Netflix. Yeah. I actually just got into a new series on Netflix called Orange Is the New Black, and it's about some lesbians that went to prison. Like, yeah, right. You know, and there's yeah. actually some girl on girl action. So that's really why I tuned in, to be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest here, folks. Let's be honest. I
0: think I want to tune in for some of that. <laughs>
1: yeah, and so it, it's actually turned out to be pretty good. The first few episodes were slow, but after that. But I'm I'm that kind of. I mean, I of course back in the day I liked Lost, you know. Oh yeah. You know, 24 with Kiefer exactly. Sutherland. Yeah, you know, those, I like I like action adventure. Yeah. Of course, Boston Legal when it was on yeah. back in the day. But I watch everything on Netflix now, like right straight through. Right. I don't just sit there and wait for the yeah, next I, week. I can't stand commercials. I, I can't wait. I can't. Everything I watch is on. my my DVR Uh every last thing like I I won't even watch TV unless it's on my DVR like if there's something on and my girlfriend's like I'm gonna watch this I'll go record it and we'll watch it in a half hour when all the damn commercials are done
0: okay so you're a killer headliner Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, who are your inspirations? Who did you watch? Who did you? Who inspired you?
1: Well, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, when I was young, my cousin got a hold of a copy of Eddie Murphy's Delirious, mm-hmm. and we would literally go downstairs in the basement, and we in the basement, and we would listen to it. And It was on an album, remember? Oh, yeah, an album uh-huh. 33 LP albums uh-huh. with all the crackles and everything. Uh-huh. And we would listen to it over and over, and then we would act out his well, routine. I wasn't
0: around
1: back then, but you know, like, you don't do you know Delirious <laughs> when he did it? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, all right, Norton, when I say bed over, you know, yeah, yeah. stop, uh, you know, goony, goo, goo, that yeah. one, right? Goony, oh, that yeah, I got some ice cream, I got some ice cream, you got no ice cream, Great. one lick, psych, yeah. So, I mean, we incredible. just watched, oh, we loved it. So, I mean, over and over and over, just crack. Cracked up, cracked up, cracked up. And then, of course, we'd watch Saturday Night Live when we were kids if we could stay up. Back in the day when Gilda Radner and John Belushi were on, like our parent, my mom would let us stay up and we'd be like, oh, we can barely stay up to watch it. But my aunt used to come over and she used to love Rosanna, Rosanna Dana. And so she would act it out over and over with Jane Curtin when, I don't know if you ever saw the episode of Rosanna. Rosanna Dana was telling Jane Curtin she saw a big giant butt. She's like, I looked down the highway and there was a big butt, you know. And I just, (laughs) I never forgot it because you're a kid. You're like, ah, she said butt, you know, on TV. And uh, but when I got a little bit older, I really liked Richard Pryor. I loved Richard Pryor, Mm -hmm. and I kind of, you know, Rodney Dangerfield. He was funny, of course. Got Mm -hmm. no respect. And then fast forward to, you know, not so long ago, I really love Louis Black. You know, I mean, he just rants and raves. Now you named
0: old men comics.
1: Yeah, well, you know, there wasn't a lot of female comics back then. No. You know, people, you know, we didn't watch, you know, there wasn't a comedy channel where you could watch, t- you know, a, com- a comedian. And we didn't have pay cable. Remember right. back then they had, like, something called On TV. Yeah. And there was, like, one station that you can, one channel you could watch yeah. to get, like, you know, at R-rated comedy. So who's your favorite female comic? I would have to say, I mean, it's interest. I like Wanda Sykes a lot. Oh yeah, you know, probably. I like black comedians. I don't know why I too, I do. I like black Ca- I like ba- black comedians can just say whatever they. I wish I was black. Some oh, days right. I look in the mirror, I'm like, I wish I was black, and then I could say so much more because I love Cat Williams. Oh yes, I love Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. He's so f- hilarious. I mean, if viewers, I mean, your listeners, if they haven't, and just watch him once. You know, I love Cat Williams. Yeah. I love you know Richard Pryor, so, or Tony since Murphy. You mostly-
0: picked men and, and talked very little about the women do you tend to agree with what some male comics say I've heard some male comics when you're in the green room hanging out before you, you know I go out and they'll say things like well women aren't as funny as men um, or women aren't funny.
1: I don't agree with that and
0: I don't agree with that. Do I more, do not. I hear that when I book shows I'm now 50-50 because it's usually six men two women on, on a lineup Right. now I'm more 50-70% to 70% female. Wow Good for you, and, Tony. And some of the funniest, the funniest comedy I've ever heard is female.
1: Well, uh, to me. Maybe that's current,
0: just my sense current of Current females,
1: I like Amy Schumer. Oh, I like yeah. Amy Schumer. Uh, I like Wanda Sykes. I mean, I just, you know, I just don't have, you know, there wasn't a lot of access to female comedians. They're not on TV as much. Yeah. They just do not put female comedians on TV as much because what happens is male comedians get a young a young guy. I mean, look at Dane Cook. He got a young hmm. high school, uh, college crowd. Yeah. And, you know, they just follow him I'm- Worship, I mean, look at Andrew Dice Clay. Was what he was saying really funny? Oh, yeah. Not really. I mean, those were jokes I already heard that he was already telling. Mm-hmm. And he was the biggest arena sellout comic of all time. Oh, yeah. Why? Because guys want to hear dumb stuff. They want to, like, oh, burp, fart, you know, whack off, let me jack it, you know. <laughs> and That's what guys talk about all oh, the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was getting a blowjob, or what do you need? I need a sandwich. You know, I mean, that's their joke, and they want to laugh at that. Yeah. And then when they see a female comedian, I think what happened is when I first got into comedy... I took a comedy class because I'm like, everybody kept telling me, you're so funny, you're so funny, you should be a comedian. But I didn't know how to translate that to being on stage. So I had someone actually guide me the right way and say, you should take a class. And when we took the class, you know, the first thing the lady said was, she was I can teach anybody how to structure a stand-up routine. I cannot teach anybody how to be funny. You're either funny or you're not. But I'll teach you how to structure your material. And she said, and, and another thing, if you were a female comedian and a male comedian, and you guys do the exact same material. The people will laugh at the male more than they will laugh at the female. Because they, they don't want to hear some of that stuff come out of a female's mouth. They right. said, so you're a woman. You already got an uphill battle.
0: Wow. So, and, and, so that explains maybe why the lineups are more male-based.
1: Well, more men go into comedy because I right. think men are more... I mean, comedy is really like a loner-type world. I mean, you got to go out by yourself you're sitting in a club by yourself. You got to meet people you've never met by mm-hmm. yourself. You got to hang out, stay late. You know, deal it back in the day with people smoking cigarettes and drinking booze and getting drunk and saying mm-hmm. whatever they want. And most females, you know, they don't want. You know, guys, I think are that's oh, they're okay with that lifestyle, and I don't think many females are willing to go into that lifestyle. Right. It's a hard lifestyle. Oh yes. And you know, I'm a kind of. I, I was in the Air Force. I was in the military, so I'm very independent. Ooh. You know, okay. I mean, I joined boot camp when I was. 18 years old and left my home you know I left my family so it wasn't like I've ever been afraid to try new things
0: right. let's talk more about that too uh,
1: f- fine with me Air Force huh yes I was very
0: elite
1: I was just at the veterans hospital today actually Oh because I got hurt when I was in the Air Force so I I get socialized health care I get free health care for the rest of my life from the VA How awesome is and that? I got in, I got anticaria? a lady oh yeah a lady rear-ended me a couple years ago I had a really nice Mercedes. A lady, I had it for three weeks, Tony. Brand wow. new Mercedes. Silver, gorgeous. Bam, this lady rear-ends me from behind. But I had been looking over my back. Of my, I, I was looking backwards because I was backing out of a parking space. And she had floored her car going backwards down the aisle. Like, she, she, she right. wasn't even driving down the aisle. She just saw a homeless person there, put her car in reverse, and er, boom, hits me, right? So on my neck... Wow. I got problems with my neck, so I go for physical therapy now. Yeah. So this morning I was at a physical therapy appointment before good. I came to see you. Good. You feel better? I feel good. Getting a little massage, getting a little electric stimulation. All right. You know, but yeah, I was, a, I was a command post controller in the Air Force. I had top secret clearance. We played mm. war games all the time.
0: Oh, great.
1: I was on a strategic air command base, which means we had nuclear weapons. So on my base we had B-52 bombers, KC-135 tankers, and... Wow! And my actual job was we played war games all day.
0: How, how many years were
1: you? I was in the Air Force two years, and then I got kicked out for kissing a girl. <laughs> I did. Wow! Yes, I did. I got kicked What's, out of the this, military.
0: Isn't this don't know, don't tell? Well, that was before. So, so now you uh, you tell when you kiss? I mean, no, we never told anything. So it was so
1: before just, don't ask, don't tell.
0: So you got it, caught kissing?
1: Someone, you know, somebody reported figure. me. Yeah, it was a big deal because I was had a boyfriend at the time too. So I'm like, I, so what? I kissed a guy the last night. Now I kissed the a girl. Is there a problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? So what was a problem? I slept with the married guy. Isn't that more of a problem? <laughs> you know, that's fraternization. Uh, and nope, they didn't care. Wow. So you can blow a married guy, but you can't kiss a single girl.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. So because okay. I had a top, because I had a top secret clearance, I was a, uh, I was a security risk to our country because I could be blackmailed.
0: How long ago was this? That was
1: 1990. Really? Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Has anything really changed since then? Well,
1: yeah. Barack Obama got elected to be the president of the United States, and there was a a congressman, I think, from the East Coast who sponsored the bill to allow gays in the military, and finally he signed it two years ago.
0: So now... That would not be a risk of any kind? In no, the it was not.
1: A- you can be gay in the military now. I'm going to clap for that. I'm going to clap for that. For, for, for right. Because, I mean, I was put through a nine-month-long investigation and, you know, forced to work with criminals and got my pay decreased and lost my benefits. I had I, I paid for the GI Bill. I did not get the GI Bill. I did not get any of the money back from paying for the GI Bill. I didn't get anything from it. The th- wow. the good news is, is my commander, when they first started investigating me, was pregnant. And so, her, I mean, I'm sorry, her secretary was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant as well, but her secretary just had her baby and went on maternity leave. So they didn't, you know, at the initial part of my investigation, they're like, well, you can fill in and be a secretary for the commander. And I did for three months. And I got an opportunity to know the commander who is who gave me my discharge status. And so she got to know me. She said, I don't, you know, I don't know if you're gay or not. It doesn't even matter. You're an outstanding airman. You're an excellent worker. And she gave me an honorable discharge. So that's how come I have my benefits at the VA right now.
0: That's excellent. At yeah. least they didn't take that away from you. I know,
1: right? You know, so it sucked.
0: No, that's...
1: And anybody who, you know, I mean, I was thinking about it because I just went and saw that movie, The Butler, and it was about the civil mm-hmm. rights movement. and mm-hmm. It was the plight of the, you know, the black people in this country. Right. And I'm not going to say African-Americans because there's a lot of black people who aren't from, Af- you know, they're they're not of African mm-hmm. ancestry. They're from Jamaica, they're from Cuba, they're from all over the place and uh, and I in Haiti, I've got a lot of friends who resent that term. And so I thought about it, and I thought, you know what they they can they should do some type of a movie on the plight of gay people in this country based on the discrimination and harassment that we've suffered, and all the bullshit we've had to go through, gotten beaten, tortured, i mean, in <laughs> world in during the era of you know the Nazis. Everybody wants to think it was just the Jewish people went to concentration camps. No, it wasn't. They threw out, they took all the homosexuals, rounded them up, and that's why they got stamped with the pink triangle. That's why the pink triangle is the symbol for the gay community. Most people don't know that. We've been persecuted since whenever. Right. You know? And it's stupid because some of the greatest leaders of all time have been gay. I mean, look at Alexander the Great. He was a gay man. Hello, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
0: So, you, you are very involved in the gay movement, or?
1: Well, it's so funny you say that because my mom called me yesterday and she was saying something about some gay person and some, she's like, well, do you know them? I'm like, Mom, I don't know all gay people, okay? I I don't. I go, I don't know everything that's going on with the gays in this country. I just don't. You know, I mean, (laughs) I'm a person first. You know, I mean, I'm a person. I live my life. I do my stand-up. I just try to be funny and make people laugh. And, oh, okay, that's happening in the gay community? Okay. You know, but back in the day when I first got kicked out of the military, I was very active because I was, I could not believe how this country treats its own people. I mean, an illegal citizen can come in here and be treated better than a gay person could in this country. I mean, imagine, got kicked out of the military for being gay. Uh, You could get fired for being gay. You could get, you know, you can't get married. There's, I'm like, what's the big deal? Who cares? I mean, my life, if I'm sleeping with a woman, how's that going to affect you um, and,
0: you know, your chances? You have to be an illegal alien to get the red carpet treatment around here. I suppose so. I suppose (laughs) so.
1: I'm with you on that. So yeah, I mean I'm for I mean I mean of course I'm a supporter of gay rights, but that's not my life. You know, that didn't turn out to be I don't know everything that gay people are doing or all their plights or anything like that.
0: Yeah, so for the record, Vicki Wagner is not the number one authority on um, what all the gay people are doing on the planet. Right now. <laughs>
1: that's right, that's right. I'm not. Tell that to my mother because every time she calls, she said, I just told my friend you would know that. I'm like, well, why would I know that, Mom? I don't know that. Yeah. You know, you know, I don't like dial into the gay hotline, hotline. Hello, you've reached the Gay Information Agency. How can I help you? You know, <laughs>
0: You're a
1: funny lady. For the next, for the next Dykes on Bikes rally, <laughs> press one, you know. For the next fashion trip tips for drag queens, press two. And feng shui for fags, press three. No, I don't know that. <laughs> you know? the hell? So what's next for you, Vicky?
0: What are you up to? I, what do you want to happen? What's happening? I want... Up? What's good? What do you want to happen? What
1: I want to happen, Tony, is I want my own TV like talk show. Kind of like a Chelsea uh-huh. lately. I, that is what I... If you want to know what I want, that's what I want. And you know, I You're actually. Perfect for that. Thank you, thank oh. you. I actually did. You know, I you know I got out of comedy for a while. I took a seven year hiatus from stand up because you know, I'm a diabetic, and I wanted to get myself back on track. And that's how I actually Hi. started wanting to become a motivational speaker because I'm like, I've got to take my stage presence and do something with it. Right. I wrote the book, and my true desire, of my heart was, I wanted to come back to comedy. So this year, actually in February, was my first time on stage in seven years. Well,
0: welcome back. Thank
1: you, and I actually. Excuse me. During my time off, I did as a joke a web series called "Lesbian Knows Best." It was me giving advice to straight people. It's had over 1.5 million views on YouTube and some other you know online websites. So that kind of went, but it it didn't get picked up. And I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to, you know, get myself in the middle? So right now I have a little local access TV show right in West Hollywood. It's called Brash Babble, and it's me and two other comedians, and we're just talking about topics and everything. So my ultimate goal is to take the Lesbian Nose Vest, me giving advice, and the Brash Babble with me and the comedians, merge those two shows together, and I think it would be a great show. So that's what my ultimate goal is right there.
0: Okay, good stuff, good stuff. And playing out, you're playing out all over the place. You're just going to continue on with that. Is there any place or anything you want to talk about? or?
1: Oh, well, I'm not sure when this podcast airs. When, when is it going to air? Probably in the next few days. And a few days? Okay, well, I actually i am going to be... I already passed the first round of a comedy competition at the Tap House in Huntington Beach, and I'll be there on September 17th. Right. So if anybody is in Orange County wants to come on out to that, uh-huh. I'll be there. I'm also doing a big charity uh, benefit... Uh, uh, not this Sunday, but, was oh, is it this Sunday? Yeah, it's actually this Sunday. I'm doing a big mm-hmm. charity benefit at the Ha Ha Cafe right. in North Hollywood. It's for, um, I got asked to actually come and participate. I'm donating my time for colitis and uh, raising awareness for, you know, a, a Right. The guy who's doing it, his son has this. I know
0: she do a lot of benefit work.
1: Yeah, and, I like um, to do benefit work because I believe in giving back. Yeah, you know, same, I believe. Same here.
0: Well, I do a lot of
1: benefit work. You know, I don't believe that people should be so stingy with, you know, I like to help other people right. too. Like, I love to make connections and help people and, and do that. So I'm doing that benefit. And then I'm actually just got booked for a benefit in Vegas in October oh, for ACEs um, for children. So mm-hmm. I just, I mean, but I've got a lot of shows in between those, but those are my three, you know, my three good big shows that I'd like to promote, you know, and that's, I don't know the exact date, but if people go, uh, friend me on Facebook, you know, I'm Vicki Wagner, of course, spelled mm-hmm. with an I, um, they can get my schedule and I'm actually redoing my website, VickiWagner.com, but it's vicky wagnercom with a hyphen you. in there.
0: Uh, Twitter, YouTube you.
1: I'm I'm my name on Twitter I'm Vicki Wagner and I've got to start getting more on Twitter I know I know everybody's on me they All said right. you've got to get more on Twitter same
0: here I tweet a little bit but uh, I'm getting better and better at it we're using Twitter for the show now
1: yeah so good so
0: definitely tweet uh, Tony Malazo live or Vicky Wagner what's your handle that's or- it
1: it's V-I-C-K-I W-A-G-N-E-R that's it I'm at Vicky Wagner people go how'd you get it I go I got on Twitter really early there you go you know, and I'm going to start using Twitter more often, and then I, of course, have, you know, like I said, mo- I'm actually mostly do all my promotions on Facebook. Right. And I know everybody can't find me on Facebook, but if they're listening and they want to be my friend or you know, send me a message, I love it. I love it. Right. I get people who send me jokes. I get fans I've never met from around this country sending, hey, maybe you could use this joke, or what do you think of this? And I'm not even kidding you on that.
0: Oh, that's very cool. You
1: know, and they're like, I watched your video. This would be perfect for you, you know, because I've got a lot of stuff online. I've got over 100 videos online.
0: Yeah. So. Well, great. So it was great to have you today. I'm so
1: happy you had me. I love it. I loved you when I met you. I'm like, this is my kind of guy. Oh, thank you. Seriously.
0: Yeah, you're a really funny lady. Thank you. You're hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. Very very funny. I appreciate that. Uh, Anything else you want to leave anybody with or say while we're out here on the boat? Anything?
1: Just that, like I said, I'm so happy you had me out here. Marina del Rey is beautiful. For those of you who don't know, we're on a gorgeous sailboat. There's vodka all around us, and Tony's in his shorts. He's got a little bul- he's sporting a bulge right now. So oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I, I just appreciate everybody listening. I just happy to see her. Yeah, very very happy. You no, know, like I said, I guess that rumor about short men is true. There and so, <laughs> and uh, uh, I do want to clear up a misconception. I, I'm I am a lesbian, but I love men. I love men. Almost all of my friends are men. And people yeah. think lesbians hate men. That's exactly the opposite. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. we identify more with men, so our friends are men. So we get together and hang out. Maybe that's why I like so many male comedians. I get them. I don't get women who complain and all that. You know, if you're, like you're whining and complaining about that, why? Why is that a problem? So there you go.
0: Yeah. Well, great. Well, I really enjoyed having you today.
1: I appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for
0: being live and on board. Thank you. Okay. And like I
1: said, your listeners can find me. Just, just Google my name, Vicki Wagner. Find okay. me on Facebook or Twitter.
0: Good. So check her out and come go to her shows and check out the book. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Tony Malazzo, live and on board. Please subscribe. Share this with a friend. Uh, comment. Rate the show. Catch us on Twitter, Tony Malazzo Live. Facebook, Tony Malazzo Entertainer. Uh, you can email us, Tony Milazzo Jr, Jr at gmail.com. Thanks everybody for listening from Marina Del Rey Harbor. You've been listening to Tony Milazzo live and on board. Ahoy. Mm-hmm.